Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sister Show, down-to-earth discussions on spiritual, metaphysical, paranormal, and healing topics. The Sedona Soul Sisters are the most trusted psychic mediums in Sedona. They have offices in Sedona, Arizona, where they see clients from all over the world. And now, today's show. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Ivory, and this is Roz, and today's topic is the world of spirits. Before we start, we want to say hello to our listeners in Rock Springs, Wyoming. Thank you so much for listening week after week, supporting our show. We really appreciate that. Um, Roz and I both do mediumship work and have been mediums our entire life. So not that we're doing professionally our entire life, but having the ability our entire life. So when we say the world of spirits, really it's, you know, where do spirits reside, where they are, we are here on the earthly plane, they are in the world of spirits. What's your thought on that, that place, Roz? You know, I just think of that like a different dimensional frequency. Like I I feel like it's like right next to us. That's probably because of the way I see things. (laughs) I think that because for myself personally and in readings, if you if you say their name, if you talk about them, you're looking at a picture, you're thinking of them, boom, there they are. I mean, if you can feel the spirit and hear them, like they're with you. Like, so it has to be so close and they're so interconnected. And to me, it is dimensions. Like here's us, here's them, and they can just be the right there with us. It's like a veil. I mean, it, it truly, you know, it truly is a, a misty veil. That they are on the other side of. And as they're, it's talked about in the world more and more lately, that veil thinning, what they mean is more and more people are seeing and hearing spirit, which is good because, um, you know, Roz and I are of the belief that anybody can learn to see and hear spirits, their own loved ones. Um, that to me is the ultimate. I, I will be right up front and just say what I tell my clients, which is, I will be happy when I train people to the point where I can I don't need to be a medium anymore, where everybody can talk to their own loved ones, you know? You know, a lot of times I ask people who come in for mediumship, and a lot of times I can feel it, I can see it, I know that their loved one has come in and out of this frequency touching base with them, visiting them. And I'll say to people, well, did you, did you feel them coming in or did you get a sense? And they'll always have some confirming behavior or activity going on. Like they start their loved ones popping into their mind. They, um, sometimes they're very clear alien. They're smelling their perfume. They're smelling different things that were around that person in their life and that they associate that with. Sometimes they actually, I'll say, so like, did you see shadows moving out of the corner of your eye when you felt this presence? Absolutely. People are getting it. So I think it's it's part of the awakening and we're going through this very powerful shift, but just don't fight it, you know. No, I, I, you know, I, I'm very sad that there's a lot of 
of religions that have demonized the ability to see and hear spirit. And because of some passages in the Bible, ignoring other passages in the Bible. But uh, the fact is that God wouldn't give somebody a spiritual gift that is ability to do this. And you're a good person, unless it was something that could help people. But I, I just want to say that in my readings, more and more, it's been very interesting that spirit will frequently show me a symbol when we're talking about what you just said, like, I get that they've been talking to you, they've been trying to get your attention, they're doing this, and then they'll show me a symbol. And it's usually either either a, a recorder, which means EVP session, or I'll see a pen and paper, and it's uh, automatic writing. And it's spirits telling me what method of afterlife communication this person would have the most success with. And it's very interesting. It's like you wouldn't think spirit would talk about that, but that just tells you how much spirit wants to talk directly to their loved ones, which makes all the sense in the world. Can you imagine here in the human existence, if we always had to go through some third party to talk to the people we love? No, you can't talk directly. No, I no. can't. Yeah, I can't even imagine. No. And That's and so it's just, to, to me, it's not natural. And and I I know you feel the same way, Raz. Like, we just assume, like, everybody be able to talk to their own loved ones. But let's talk about some of the things. You know, you can't do this work um, for years regularly and not have some pretty profound experiences with spirit talking about their life on the other side or sh showing you what it's like on the other side. Uh, what what stands out to you, Roz, about what you have experienced? Well, interestingly, I had an experience about three years ago where I have a friend that I grew up with. And my mother and her mother were best friends. And they were best friends from the time they were children. So she and I have literally known each other from the day I was born, just about. And we got together for the holidays of about three years ago. And while we were hanging out together, just laughing and talking, all of a sudden there was a picture, just a small little picture that just plopped itself out on the floor she didn't even know where that picture was because we were at her house it just landed out on the floor facing up of her mother and my mother together wow. when they were really young and I was like okay we can't miss that <laughs> we're we're definitely getting the wake-up call hello we're here with you a very influential person in my life was my maternal grandmother. Hi, Grandma Gill. And she comes to me a lot. And when I talk about her for years, when I talk about her to other people, something would fall. And I think I've mentioned this to you, Raz. Like there, yes. was, there was some things stacked on top of a shelf in my bedroom closet. And it was aimed towards the back. So it, you would have to have a, an earthquake of a significant size to make this happen. But as I'm talking about her, the books fell on the floor 
And I thought, okay, was that grandma? And I felt her energy. It It's happened numerous times where things that have never fallen, nothing's shifting, nothing's near them, suddenly crash to the floor when I'm talking about her. So she just... And and she also, uh, that grandma was an Avon lady in Alabama for 45 years. She raised four daughters by herself selling Avon. So when I visited her in the summer, I would ride with her on her, her route. And in Alabama at that time, it was sometimes driving through fields of cotton or corn, miles and miles and miles to this farmhouse where there were chickens in the house. And they would buy so much Avon. And so when I when my grandma comes in, I smell the smell. And it may sound bad to you, but it's really a good smell to me. Her whole house was filled with Avon. So when she comes through, I smell that mix of all the Avon scents, which is, <laughs> is pleasant to me because instantly I'm transported back to her house in, in Odenville, Alabama. Loved spending my summers there. And um, I know it's her. Because I can't wear perfume. That's comforting. It is. You know? It absolutely is. And and you know how common it is for people to come through and have a scent come with yes. them. Yes. It's, you know, it's fascinating because when I first started experiencing that, I was probably, I mean, noticeably, like when I first started to really get it, I was probably in my 40s. And I started noticing that when I would be working with clients, I would start getting all of these different scents. And I had never really connected that in my head before. I started thinking, this is coming across. This is coming over from the other side. And it's funny because when I talk to people about it, a lot of times that's how they know that their loved one has come in before they actually get the real, you know, connective knowing and, and clairvoyance and all that. So it's absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting because I, I know we've talked about it on the show, how on the other side, we are beings of light. And yet so often when spirit is showing me their vision of themselves on the other side, they are human form. And they will often show me, not necessarily, actually not very often the age they were when they passed, but more the age they were when they were the happiest and the healthiest. When they were young. Vibrant and strong. And uh, they'll show me things like um, nature, nature things, like sometimes they're in a cabin in uh, with a mountain behind them and there's trees around. Sometimes they're fishing in this beautiful river. Um, I've seen spirit walking with dogs and playing with dogs and lots of spirits doing gardening or sitting around a table, like on the other side, getting ready to have a big family meal. Now I have to admit this came up recently in a reading where somebody asked me, I realized, here we go. Hi. So I just want to say. I had a little mic issue there. If you see that glitch, that's what happened there. My computer is just randomly switching to a microphone that doesn't sound so good. But I, when the person said, what were they eating? I had the sudden realization I'd never seen spirit actually eating anything. They're just sitting at a table 
around a, a dining table and you can feel that it's like a family gathering. <laughs> and sometimes there's food on the table, like a turkey dinner, you know, all the trimmings, but I never see them eat. So I'm not 100% sure that they actually eat on the other side, but why would they if they're beings of light? I totally oh. am with you on that. You know what, Roz? I don't hear you at all. Really? <laughs> I'm going to let Roz... Hang on. All righty. It's a little jumpy. We're having tech issues, which Roz and I are laughing. We're like, I think spirit is doing this because it's one of the things spirit does to get your attention while you have our attention. Don't do it anymore. (laughs) Please. Have you ever seen people eating a meal on the other side? Not that I can think of. Um, I remember being, you know, that this time travel thing, when you go back into these previous situations that were going on, I think is a factor in this too, because it's almost like in my case, I'm, I'm watching um, video. I'm watching, you know, um, people in a certain situation back in that time. And I'm specific with like some family reunion activities that went on um, with my aunts and uncles and big family events um holiday you mentioned turkey trimmings and all that yeah holiday events and i can certainly recall being in a situation where my mother and my grandmother were together making cookies for the holidays and it was like i was there again mm-hmm. and i was like the little fly on the wall <laughs> waiting for the cookies <laughs> that's a good brings up a really good point like there's most of the time I can tell whether spirit's showing me something that's a memory from the past or showing me something that's happening on the other side or did happen on the other side there's just and and I can only describe that as a feeling that I get Mm -hmm. and so um yeah sometimes they are showing past memories but what's really interesting you know people often ask is is my mom and dad together on the other side? And usually when they ask that, I'll see, I don't allow more than one spirit to come in at the same time because I think it muddies the water, but and it, it exhausts me. But I will see a hand sneak in and, and then they'll hold hands, which is like a symbol. Oh, yep, they're together. They're just showing me they're together and then they leave being respectful because I said I'm only allowing the spirit in. So yeah. You're definitely, you know, with your loved ones on the other side, your your friends and and let's talk about pets. I see pets a lot in readings, and I bet you do, Raz, because you're such a lot. A person. Or it, it's really funny. A lot of times I'll be working with someone and I'll say, Okay, so you must have had a dog or you must have had a cat, because I'm hearing a lot of um noise, a lot of barking, a lot of meowing, whatever's going on. So they, they want to talk to you and let's see what they want to say. <laughs> and they just usually want to be acknowledged that, Hey, we're here. You know, we miss you. We're here. Which is a good point that our pets go to the same place. We go, we all go to the same place. And yes, um, my understanding from doing this work is that there is varying levels of the afterlife, but eventually with enough healing, we all end up in the same level. 
And so I've had people ask me, does that include bad people? Um, Well, that's a judgment. And we don't know what lesson they were here to learn. I'm sure through whatever they did, they learned some extremely deep, powerful lessons. And so, um, yeah, uh, they had to face the consequences of their actions, like to see how it affected people and feel it from their point of view. But eventually, if they come to an understanding of where they went wrong and the choices they could have made, the options they had, and and really, truly feeling like, um, I guess, uh, regrets about what they did, then they can progress to a higher level. So it's very interesting. Like I, the only thing I can really say to kind of encompass all of this is it's very clear that life goes on. And I do agree that on the other side, it feels more real than what we consider life here. I, I have had in my life a lot of different times when spirits approached me where they could not leave this frequency. Yeah. Because for some reason, they're they're still here. Their spirit is kind of like stuck here. And sometimes that is um, regrets. The the emotion of regret and the emotion of um, having to deal with things that they feel they didn't do properly or they didn't do correctly or, you know, and they have to go through that process where they, those lessons never went through when they were in a physical presence. So they still have to get it. And a lot of times, you know, it's acknowledged that there are, there are people that come back through reincarnation and we have we actually have a lot of documentation on this now where children are um re-entering and they clearly remember their previous life they some of them have very specific names dates times they remember oh, yeah. the people that were around them um that is you coming the spirit re-entering to get the opportunity to redo get a redo so i i think there's a lot to be said for this um i think people have a really hard time processing that um there's a fair amount of it out now on the internet where you can actually read about these kids that are reborn and the amazing memories that they have and how their parents are trying to help them. That's one of my favorite things to watch videos or shows about. And the journey for me started with uh, first my my um, daughter saying, getting mad because I made her clean up her room when she was five and stamping her foot. When I was your mother, I was much nicer to you. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> And then her father, who, when he was three, had told his mother, when I was Louis the 14th, nobody told me what to do. And I always thought that explains so much about him. He's not (laughs) with us anymore, but he would laugh at that himself. He's done a lot of growth on the other side. 
<laughs> but um, one thing I wanted to talk about, I think I, I did talk about this on one earlier episode a long time ago, talking about the afterlife, is there was a lady who came to see me in my first year of doing professional mediumship, really sweet, elderly lady, probably in her upper 80s. And she really was just tearful and needed to hear from her husband. I didn't know he had just passed. And days before, he really could not come through. He tried. He tried so hard. And, and I didn't know then I could ask angels to lend energy to him and come through with him. And then it always helps. But um, the only thing he could do, and, and I consider it one of the gift, best gifts of my life, is it's like he took my face and turned it. And then all of a sudden, blink, I'm in the afterlife. And I'm looking around at, and I'm getting chills. I feel a spirit coming in. I'm getting chills thinking about it. Um, I was in a nature setting and everything was similar to earth, beautiful nature setting with rolling hills and trees and clouds and flowers and grass, but everything was odd, vivid colors, like neon odd colors, like, you know, like a bright yellow tree and, and turquoise sky and hot pink grass, you know, but it was really, really beautiful. And there were these little white things floating through the air that were not cottonwood. We live here in this cottonwood area. Uh, cottonwood flies through the air a good part of the year now, but it wasn't that. And I could hear angels singing. I, it sounded like thousands of angels singing in harmonies that were so beautiful. It made me cry. So all of a sudden, boom, I'm back in my office with this lady and tears. I've got tears running down my face. And she said, what happened? And I told her and she started crying. And she said that she said, that's such a gift because she felt was facing death herself and was very afraid to die. And her husband knew that. And so he showed her, you know, what you can expect on the other side, because I told her it felt like the, the one thing that really stuck with me very vividly is it felt like I was breathing love. That's the best way I can describe it, like breathing love. So um, do you have one last thing you want to say on this topic today, Raz? Just that I think that the more we release our mind and the more we allow ourselves to not have rules and regulations that are made in this space and time by scientists and other people, but we allow ourselves to actually experience and and investigate these things with a very open mind. It's quite amazing. If spirit that you love is reaching out to you, that can only be a gift from God. That's that's my thing. God wouldn't allow that to happen if he didn't think that was good. Your angels wouldn't allow that to happen either if they didn't think that was in your best and highest good. We're going to be continuing this conversation over on our Patreon page, which is Sedona Soul Sisters, and you can get a free seven-day trial. We're going to be talking about answering some of the frequent questions about the spirit world. And tune in next Friday too. Our topic is incubus and succubus. So we had a request for that. I don't think we've ever talked about that, have we, Roz? I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's not something I, you know, think about a lot, but um, we try to cover the subjects you ask for if we can do that at all. We're happy to do that. And we hope that you have an enlightening week. Enjoy. Thank you. 
thank you for listening to the Sedona Soul Sisters show. If you'd like more information about the Sedona Soul Sisters and their services, visit their website at SedonaSoulSisters.com. Subscribe to our show here so you don't miss a thing. All of us at Sedona Soul Sisters hope you have an enlightening week. Thank you.